0: testimony from yesterday and um today's passage i haven't got time to do a full message but yeah i'm just going to trust the lord and so the passage is um is in matthew 16 so we're not going to read the whole of it but it's talking about where jesus um and peter have a conversation and you know jesus asks peter well, who, who are people saying that i am you know you're a big mouth, and you know what's going on. This is how I take it. Yeah, you're, you're in the mix, and you, you know, you're in the forefront. So what pe- what are people saying about me? So some people could see that as being quite arrogant. You know, like you've just done a meeting, you've done healings, and people have been raised from the dead, and you've fed the thousands. And you might, yeah, you might see see that as arrogance. Well, what was they saying about me, eh? I want to know what they were saying about me. But Jesus, as we know it, he wasn't arrogant. He wanted to highlight some things, like he does that to us, doesn't he? He says things to us, and we think, oh, we're having a conversation, but he's highlighting things in our own heart. So he's asking them, so who do people say that I am? So Peter says a few things. Oh, they think you're John the Baptist. They think you're this, you're that.
1: And then he, he homes in a bit and he says, well, but who do you say that I am? And as we know, Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus' response to that is, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you, but my Father in heaven. And then as a result of that, as a result of him hearing from the Father, as a result of Peter hearing revelation, then Jesus starts prophesying over him. So to me, when I was reading that, it was like, well, there was a scripture, and it that says that um, if you don't use what you've got, even what you've got will be taken. And that's what it made me think of, that Jesus just you know, provoked some things in him so that he had to trust the Father. Peter. And he got something outside of himself. That's why Jesus was saying, "Flesh and blood hasn't, you hasn't um, revealed this to you. Someone outside of you has given you this revelation." And as soon as Jesus knew that Peter had received that, then Jesus started prophesying over him. So it's like twofold. It was like, "Okay, so you got the revelation from the Father. Now Jesus Himself is prophesying over you." So that this is in, um, this is in Matthew 16 and verse 16. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Then Jesus answered and said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Then he said, Then I say to you, You're Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. So we must never forget, yeah? It's Jesus that builds the church. Jesus is the one that builds the church. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. What the Lord showed me from that was when flesh and blood doesn't reveal something to you, when it comes from heaven, it's revelation. This was a picture of one of the keys of the kingdom. One of the keys of the kingdom is revelation. There's many keys of the kingdom. We know that. There's the key of faith. There's the key of um, authority, worship, obedience. There's many keys in your life that you know that God has brought into your life at different seasons. Because what do keys do? Keys open and then keys can shut that's, that's the authority side of it, yeah? We have authority to open things and shut things. But ultimately, without revelation, true revelation from heaven, things don't really change in our lives. When a revelation comes to you, when you reveal, when you're revealed something from God, either by a person, by worship, um, by prayer time, by however you reveal, revelation is revealed to you. When that revelation comes to you and you know that it's from God, change happens, shifting happens. And revelation is needed. At this time in the earth, maybe more than ever, we need to be hearing from God. Last week, pastor said, we need to hear from God. We need to be hearing from heaven. And just like Peter heard from heaven, that's the type of people that we need to be. We need to be hearing from heaven. Because you know what? When you hear from heaven, it changes lives. It changes our lives. It changes other people's lives. We've heard many testimonies today about what happened yesterday. Because the Spirit of God was there in people. And if you did not, a lot of you step out in faith with the revelation that God said, go downstairs to the toilet. Go over there and pray for that person. Sing this song, worship this way. As you receive from heaven the revelation, it doesn't just change you, it changes other people. Now, one of the things that we did yesterday was we um, we shared some of the um, prayer revelations that we were getting during the months that we've been praying. The, some of the team came to the front and was just sharing that this is what God is saying because we wanted people to connect their faith to what God has already said about the meeting. One of the things that I shared, so I'm going to give my testimony about how I was blessed yesterday. One of the things that happened to me was, I shared how God had showed, showed me a golden bowl. And inside this bowl were the prayers of parents. And when I saw it in the spirit, the bowl was moving. and, I, and I, Inside the bowl was moving. And I thought, what, what is this movement? Then I looked closer and it was, it, was, it was water. So there was water inside this bowl and on top of it was prayers. And these were the prayers of parents that prayed in anguish. That prayed in faith because obviously the prayers had got to heaven they prayed in faith and in anguish and the water was the tears it was the tears that had been shed by the parents and this is what God had showed me during the prayer time and that when we get to um, prophetic fresh encounters when we get there that day a part of that water that's going to be poured out that fresh water from the Spirit of God would be the tears of the people and the parents not only had they um, just sacrifice so much for their children, but that they were going to get answered that day. Many things were going to get answered that day. I'd never, i had invited Aaron, I'd invited Perez, I, you know, I'd invited as many people as I could, but I, I just thought, oh, on the day, I'm going to get a text saying, Aaron's not going to come. That's what I really felt. And then I thought, mm, maybe maybe he will come, maybe he won't come. Anyway, he did come. He came last time and helped with, you know, the chairs. When well, he was at to stack the chairs away, this was the last one we did. And then I, I saw that he, he was quite irritated and he, and he, and he left quite quick when we set up last time and he didn't come to the actual event. But, but um, yesterday he came and he came I don't know, about ten o'clock before half nine, half nine ten before it had even started, he was there. And then about, I don't know, half eleven he came up to me and he just said to me while well, the worship was going on, I just I don't feel irritated, I just want to be here. I'm gonna stay here the whole day. This is what he said, I'm gonna stay here the whole day. I said oh that's that's good Aaron. Then Ministry time had started and I was going around praying for people. But all of a sudden this woman came up to me, she was walking towards me. So she's come up to me and I know she, she wants me to pray for her. So she's come up to me and she stood in front of me and I went, Oh, so you've come to pray for me. And she went, oh, "No, actually, I've come to receive. I went, Oh, well, and closed my eyes. So she did, that's exactly what happened. And so she didn't have a choice. And I just, I just felt that, that was the right thing to do. And that's exactly what I said to her. I said, So you've come to pray for me. And she was so shocked. She went, Actually, now I've come to receive. I went, Oh, no, well, close my eyes like that. So she had to start praying but like she didn't start praying. she started prophesying, she opened her mouth and started prophesying, she said, I don't know if you've got sons, I don't know if you've got children, but I think you have a son, and he was called, he set apart, and, he's, and she started saying these things about Aaron, the whole of his life that people have said over him, the whole of his life, and it was amazing, at that time, Carly came up, Carly came up and then she started prophesying over both of us, it was confirmation. It was confirmation, after confirmation of what, what the Lord has said for so many years. It, it was just amazing. It was just absolutely amazing. So I thought, yeah, that's, that's just beautiful. So I pointed, I said, oh, actually, over there. And I pointed out to her where Adam was. And she just looked over there and carried on the prophesying, which was so accurate. It was so accurate about what God had been saying about his life for years. And that was, just that alone, I would have been blessed for years just to receive that bit. It didn't end now. When Evelyn had that vision. She saw, she saw water, like a river in the place. This is what she saw at the, um, at the house group last week. And then she saw a basket coming from heaven and God had placed a basket. And the hand of God had pushed the basket into the meeting. There was a Moses anointed, And that there was people, maybe one person, maybe more, that God wanted to release into leadership what he'd been calling them to do. And when she said it, on Tuesday, when I was at the house group, straight away, it just, I just felt, I felt like it was connected with Aaron. I didn't even know he was coming. So I'd already said to Sarah, I said to Sarah, also, and I said to Sarah, Sarah, Evelyn has got something to share at prophetic fresh counts. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the Lord wants her to do, but she's got something because I saw her voice thundering in the spirit. And as she released what she said, shiftings happened, change happened, And it's something so powerful, but I don't, know what, I don't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. So me and Sarah said, okay, we, you know, we pray about it. And, but obviously that's, that's what happened. So I come to the meeting. I said to um, Evelyn, you know, you need to share this. You need to share it from the front. She shared it from the front. We and even we both thought we, we we don't know if one person's gonna get up, we don't know if they're gonna have the boldness to or, or whatever, but it has to be done. I don't know how many people got up, but guess who the first person to get up was? Aaron. He was the fir- he was right at the front, he was centered right at the front to step into whatever God. That's what we call, we call people, this is your opportunity to step into, so you know God is calling you. And God wants to remove these obstacles, these hindrances, whatever's hindering you, whatever. I don't know how many, maybe 20, 20 people. I don't know how many ended up. And us leaders, we just, we just laid hands on them and blessed them, and that was just awesome. That was just awesome because God had already said about the parents. I just didn't think that I was one of those parents. But you see, you see, how someone said earlier, you, you don't know what God is doing. You don't know what God is doing. But what you do know is. Jesus has promised to give us revelation. In John 16, he was telling the disciples while he was still training them, listen, the next phase is going to happen. I'm going to die. And they was like, no, 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 we don't want you to die. Yeah, I'm going to die because it's more advantageous that I die because then the spirit can come. And when he comes, if you think, this is how I took it, when he comes, if you think, oh, I'm giving you revelation, you ain't seen nothing yet. He's going to give you revelation. He's going to listen in the, in, in the phone room. He's going to listen to the Father. He's going to listen to me, what I'm interceding about. And he's going to come to the earth and he's going to sh- tell you what we've been chatting about. That's how I see it. That's revelation. That's one of the keys to the kingdom. The keys to the kingdom is to obviously, first and foremost, Peter said, Thou art the Christ. We have to know that he is the Son of God. We have to know that he is the Saviour. After we know that he is the Saviour, we receive the Holy Spirit. After we've received the Spirit, then we can receive the revelation of everything that we need in our lives about ourselves, about others. Revelation changes you. It can change you. I had a dream. I had a dream about two weeks ago. I didn't tell Carla about this dream because we we have a dog green Scar. Carla absolutely loves him. We all do about but Carla we really loves him. And the dream was, yeah. In the dream, this the dream was. It was so ferocious. In the dream, this staff. The colour of the staff was like velvet. I've never seen a staff that colour. But the, the staff came up to Scar and ripped him to pieces. I didn't even. This is the first time is hearing about this. I didn't even tell him about that. And it was so real in the dream, when it happened, Sky was with me, he was on the route that we go when I take him for a walk. That's what happened. I woke up and I said to the Lord, okay, so what, what 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 is the interpretation of that? Am I to um what am I to do? I didn't know what I was to do, I really didn't know. Then I thought, should I not take him out for a walk? And I thought, no, that's not the interpretation because that's fear. God doesn't want me to be in fear, I took him for a walk, as I took him for a walk, I went into the park, usually go left, yeah, that's where I usually go, as I looked, what did I say, I saw the same dog God, God had showed me in the dream, so God, forewarned me, don't go that way, so what I did, I went on the other, other side, so I didn't even come near that dog, that's what Revelation can do, I wouldn't have known that, I would have just gone that way, yeah, that dog was off the lead, it would have attacked, I know that, that dog would have attacked my dog, and his neck would have been ripped, just like I saw in the dream. This is what revelation can do. When you, when you open yourself up to God and say, Lord, Lord, give me revelation. We need to know God at this time. You need to be hearing the voice of God for yourself. But also, revelation can help others. It can set other people free. God can give you revelation that can help someone else. It can give you dreams. When you get words or pictures, and you text people, or you pray for people, how many of us have had lives that, it just adjusts things, doesn't it? We're about to do something or say something, and God's word comes through mightily, and you think, wow, you just think, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, something Richard shared earlier, I was, before the Lord, and I was like, oh Lord, you want me to say this, you want me to say that, I'm not sure, should I, and, and then the Lord said, no, just do it, and I wrote down, on my notes that I was going to share, I wrote down, in, in big bold letters, be bold, I actually wrote that down, on a post-it, as soon as I wrote that down, I'd close my book, Sat down and I saw on my phone that there was an email. The email came through and it was from Richard, and he said, "The Lord is saying, you don't have to second guess yourself. What He's told you is accurate. Be bold." But you see, so if Richard didn't do that, then it, it, things confirm things. That it, it lets the person be free to flow in who and what God has called them to do. So I just want to encourage you about Revelation. That that passage is about Revelation. It's about Jesus revealing to us from the Father. We get revelation of what God wants, not what we want what God wants and when you get that revelation it can set you free and then it can set others free because you become confident I said another one when I was at um, the meeting uh, a friend came up to me and she said to me she was going through something and I said what I said to her and she said I can believe I do believe that you talk on behalf of God because you remember she said well I, do you remember when I was pregnant? and I'd, she was so convinced that she was having this little girl who was going to be this and whatever and the Lord spoke to me and i said you're not having a little girl you have a little boy and he's going to have blonde eyes blonde hair blue eyes well, no she said no i'm not she was so adamant i said here you are you are six seven months later she had her boy yeah with the blonde hair blue eyes but because of that that isn't about being a know-it-all and thinking oh yeah yeah i'm great Because of that, he's, what, six now? Yesterday, she could receive something else that she needed because she said, because of David when he was born, what you'd said, I now can believe what you're saying now today. Do you understand? That's what you have got inside of you for yourself and for others. We can make a difference in this world, I'm telling you. We have got so many giftings inside of us. And yesterday, so many of them were released. So you could just all stand to your feet now. Just want to release some more of that revelation. I'm not even sorry that the preach was short because... We were all fed today again. But I do feel the Lord still wants to just release more. He's always got more for us. Always. Always, always, always. Do you want more? Hallelujah. So Father, under the anointing, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus. Father God, we cry as your people, we cry out to you as we're gathered together again in your name, Lord, to love you. We just ask for more, Lord. We ask for the more that you want for us, Lord. You are enough. You are enough. There is enough of you, Lord. But we want more of you. We want to know more of you. So I just release more revelation on your people, Lord. More revelation that you give them the keys of authority, of love, of faith, of worship, obedience, the gifts of the Spirit. Oh, God, you know what keys that they need to open up. Things that they need to open up and the keys that they need to shut things. So, Father God, I just release your love on them. Your love, Lord God, which is the answer to everything. Everything we do is inside of love. Definitely reminded me of that yesterday. Everything we do is inside of love. So, Father God, we just release that love of God. So, inside that love, people, inside that love, you can have revelation, you can have truth, peace, rest, whatever you need. We just release that on you today in the name of Jesus. Be full of the power of God, the love of God, and the joy of God. And let the rest of the week, the rest of the months, left in this year, be that you've ever had in Jesus name we pray Amen Amen Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today You may have been a Christian for a long time or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God Wherever you are in your journey of life please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message We will be happy to talk with you pray with you and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.